This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. Can't get enough of the fan in the morning? Al and Jerry are here with more sports news and other stories that they couldn't get to during the morning show. Here we go! It's Al and Jerry's post-game podcast. All right, here we go on a Monday podcast. We kick off the week with Al Dukes. What is, we were a topic this weekend. Oh, hi, Jerry. How you doing? Uh, topic where was this? Well, you and Eddie were topics this weekend. I was at a St. Patrick's Day party. Oh, after a little basketball game for my seven-year-old, we went and had some cocktails at a friend's house that turned out to be, was supposed to be an hour or two. We got there at two and left at nine. So it turned out Seven to be hours. a lengthy cocktail hour, if you will. And uh, we talked about Eddie and the car bombs because the guys were, I did not, but many of the people there were partaking car bombs. So I the told drinks. Me, yes. I told the 1010 win story, how that didn't work out for a kid who challenged Eddie to a car bomb mm-hmm. contest. And the idea of our podcast came up and people like me and you together. So it was, right? was kind of cool. Oh. I was not expecting to talk about you at this party. Okay. But I found myself on a Saturday just not being able to break away from Al Dukes. Right. So well, that's that? not terrible. You're very popular. I love uh, talking about me. <laughs> yes, I know you do. And I love when others <laughs> speak of me. Well, others were speaking of oh, you. Oh, very, very nice. Very fans of the warm-up as well. Oh, good. So, yes. Oh, very nice. Uh, one guy wanted to know... He says he said on the radio it does not come across as well. Straight face, he goes, "Does it say good morning crappers?" I said, "No, no, 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 no. It's good morning campers." He goes, "Are you sure?" I'm like, "I'm pretty sure." He goes, hmm. "It's not crappers." Good morning crappers. <laughs> it's pretty close. Yeah, that is very close. <laughs> I can see that if you think that's what it is, it might sound like that. <laughs> yes. Uh, Jerry, oh. today uh, we normally uh, park in the front of the building or on the streets and. Yes. Uh, Today, we've been uh, at this facility uh, nine years. Is that right? Crazy, uh, yeah, seven almost. years, something like that. Right. Uh, is the very first time I ever saw a no parking sign due to pruning of the trees. Yeah, I've seen. We have had it before, but we only have. on one side of the street. Pruning of the trees. Not on That's both, a new one. But nobody's paying attention to it out there. Well, the, uh, the pruning is done. I spoke with Andrew Bogish at the CBS Sports Radio when was Network. The pruning done? He I said went outside it was, at 8.15. Ooh, he said about 8.30 it was done. Well, I don't know why? what they're pruning. That just means cutting the branches, right? Yeah, pretty much. Well, why don't they call it that? Pruning to me sounds like you're picking prunes. I, I don't know. Why don't you ask someone right? to figure that? It's kind of like, why do you have pitted olives and there's no pits in the olive? That doesn't make sense. They've been it. pitted? I don't know. Right. There's means there's pits in them. I see. Jerry, I uh, I watched a uh, documentary on Netflix. Uh, who died? No, no, I watched a documentary on Netflix this weekend. Okay, it was I like all about on yeah. Netflix. This is interesting one. First of all, it could have been. It was an hour and a half long. I dozed off in the middle of it. I picked it right back up. There's no need for it to be ninety minutes. Okay, I got the gist of what they were saying within forty-five minutes. I got the gist. It was all about the drug Adderall. Okay, and Ritalin. An hour and a half on yeah. Adderall and Ritalin. Uh, that's right. 
Uh, but it was interesting in that it was almost it was it, it was taking it from the perspective of a performance enhancing drug, right? Not only for athletes, but for children, college students, grammar school students, and grammar then, school, yeah, really, and then uh, how much the drug is just like meth, which you would never give your child meth, no chance. But the millions and millions of kids on Adderall which is an ADHD drug that all sorts of kids, especially they say in in rich neighborhoods, are all on these drugs because it gives the kid an edge as far as uh, being able to concentrate. So subjects that a kid might find boring in school that they won't pay attention to, if they're on Adderall, they get locked in. Wow. So parents... Are like, oh, that's a that's great. Normally, uh, uh, my son doesn't like math, but when he's on Adderall, he's interested in sitting down and doing the math. So then, a couple parents put their kids on it. Then all of a sudden, your kid's not on Adderall; they're at a disadvantage. And then the same thing's going on in colleges, where kids are trying to keep up with uh, all these different credits. Sure. And if the person next door, and then they had a guy I can't remember his name, but he was on an offensive lineman for the uh, Jaguars and the Bears. Was not a huge player, but he talked about taking Adderall before games and that he'd be hyper-focused and could see safeties blitzing where he wasn't seeing them before. It was it was kind of crazy to well, see the amount of people, according to this documentary, uh, on the drug. That's why I get so angry when people talk about the baseball players of the late 90s and early 2000s and the steroids. It's so much people. It's like can't see the forest through the trees. You know, if you didn't think that the greenies and the uppers and all that stuff wasn't performance enhancing, you're a moron because exactly what you're talking about, the focus, the energy, getting back from a hangover the night before, getting back from banging women all night long, and then you got a game at 1 o'clock. I mean, it sounds funny, but you read stories about, you know, guys on the road, Major League Baseball players on the road back in those days, and what they did right here with the Mets. They talk about how they used to laugh. They'd show the park still drunk, pop a few pills. All right, I'm ready to play now. That's not performance enhancing. And with the Adderall. That's scary because that is, you could see how you get hooked on it so quickly. Yeah. And you get a laser-like focus. Oof. That and is addicting. Yeah, they're saying mainly in well-to-do neighborhoods is where this happens. I because uh, parents can uh, easily get their kid prescribed uh, drugs for ADHD when Man. everyone doesn't have ADHD. I tell you, I, I try. Like, I go out of my way not to take medicine. Yes, you do. To where I even... A month ago with my heart, I decided not to take a medicine they gave me. And then I went back and, well, that's another story. But, like, I'm the complete opposite. I don't want anything. Right. I'll take a vitamin. I'm good with that. I'll pop the turmeric pills. <laughs> that's fine. I have no interest in medicine, though. You know, I really, especially if it's for pain, just deal with the pain. Mm-hmm. You're like, you're, you're just, I don't know, you're killing your insides. Yeah. Okay, so how many of the Adderalls do you have? I do not have any Adderalls, but... Because you were uh, really focused this morning. I was, uh, I did think, it does make you think, like, hmm, why would I not want to be hyper-focused? I would agree. It's it's very addicting, and I can see how you could completely get hooked on it very quickly. But then they had a kid on there who was uh, 20-something years old now, and his uh, parents had put him on Adderall when he was in, like, fourth grade. He's furious with them. What, is he having issues now? Yeah, he just feels like that they... They just uh, wanted to, they, they just didn't really research it. And the woman even said, the mother, she goes, yeah, nowadays, uh, before I buy like uh, a different brand bread, I Google everything about it. She goes different back time. then, right, she goes back then, I was just like, oh, yeah, Adderall, yeah, that's fine. You listen to the doctor. 
Yes, the and doctors. And I would say even now, people do do a better job of researching stuff. But I think even in this day and age, if your doctor tells you to take something, you pretty much trust that they have a good reason for it. But that's something, man. Oof. Yeah, Adderall. No good. Jerry, here's a study. This comes from, I don't know how um, legit this study is. It's from a Office Team Survey. Office Team Survey? That that's sounds like right. something Izzo started with John Bogan <laughs> upstairs last week. Perhaps. A new office team survey Says. finds that nearly half of all employees would not say anything if they smelled an odor at work from another employee. What type of odor are we talking about? Like body if you smelled odor body cotton? odor or farts. Like would you, if you were sitting out there in a cubicle next to somebody and you were smelling farts most of the day... <laughs> They're saying point, nearly have to, half the have people to stand up and say, "Who's busting ass?" Right. What if what it's just? What if you know it's only you and this other person out there? Well, it's like, funny you say that because friends of mine got together for a card game on Friday night, and there was someone who was invited that was a friend of a friend, friend of a friend to a card even game. Personally, know the host or most of these people that were there, but through a friend of a friend, they needed an extra spot, uh, an extra body, or they had a spot. And so my buddy said, yeah, let him come on. Why not? The more the merrier. We'll have, we'll have the table full. It'll be all good. And this guy turned out to be a complete whack job who, now we know Bob Dwyer in the back likes to belch a lot. He's a big burper. He got very comfortable, this guy. Within 10 minutes, had started drinking beer and belching immediately. And within two hours, was doing the Jim Carrey routine from Ace Ventura and letting it rip to where the seven other guys called an Uber car and sent him out, literally kicked him out of the He house. was farting openly at Correct. the at the car and table. rudely and loudly and just got a kick of himself. Yeah. So funny you should say that. Uh, I would think you have to stand up and be like, dude, enough. Yes. Stop. But the, the, I don't know. The weird one is when people just smell. Mm-hmm. Like just B.O. Now, I'm very fortunate. I sit by myself all morning. You do. You... So whether I do or not, no one's going to know. You could be out there farting for all we know. I could do whatever the hell I really want out there. There's no one around. Yeah. I feel bad for people in tight workspaces. Like you and Eddie. If Eddie is busting a cheek nonstop, I mean, there's only two people it could be. Right. And if you know it ain't you, it's not the boogeyman. Did you say busting a cheek? Yes. Yeah. Yes. That's exactly what I said. Has it happens, ever happened to you? Has it teams? ever happened in there? Sure. Oh, Not has, often. But it has. Not often. <laughs> it has. Yeah, I've been, been there with Eddie for a long time. <laughs> Have you ever gone? I know when you go to a gym, yeah. you only basically use four machines and you leave after That's right. 10 minutes. That's right. Quick Have workout. Ever, have you ever done a gym class or you just work out by yourself? A gym class where yes. I work out by myself? Like you take a class at a gym, like a workout class. And there, I'm the only one in there? No, that wouldn't be a class. That'd be you by yourself. Oh, you that'd know. just be solo. I'm saying, have you ever done an exercise with a yes. group of people? Have you ever had it where someone uncontrolled because they're jumping and squatting? Well, that's why I, I actually <laughs> don't want to do them for that reason because I'm afraid of people farting. It does happen. Especially at yoga. Like uh, people are bending in weird ways. They're holding bends. I can certainly imagine it happens at yoga a lot. Yeah, it's disgusting. <laughs> it's I've seen it happen more than once. It's brutal. Farting. Luckily, I've been able to. Con- I've never had that happen. Yeah, but I've seen it happen. This is like and one and and three. <laughs> uh, who's doing that? Yeah, who's farting? What about this study, Jerry? This came out of um, Japan. 
You follow? Yeah. A new study finds that in Japan, students who graduate from the prestigious universities in Japan okay. played with Legos as a child. So Legos is trying to take credit for saying, because these children played with Legos as a child, they got into these prestigious universities, they became smarter, they've graduated. Yeah, sure, I don't buy that. My thinking is every kid plays with Legos. I would say so, And yeah. there are some, I'm sure, really dumb ones that grew up. <laughs> and even though they dumb played with, play Legos, with Legos, too. yeah, I bet you they could even put together Legos. Legos like, for all. Like looking good, like, wow, this looks just like a car. And they're not smart. I would agree. Well, Lego's one of those toys that every kid plays So Legos with. put this, this story out? Or did the universities in Japan? You didn't That's a great, uh, a new study by Lego Japan. Lego Japan, Jerry. Lego Japan. So I guess uh, Lego has a uh, office there in Japan. The Lego uh, Japan division, they put out the study. Wouldn't you love to have a Japan division? Yeah. Of like oh, Owls Inc. Yes. Owls Inc. Japan. Owls Boring Podcast. Japan division. That would be fun. That would be nice. If you get big enough to where you can have a division overseas somewhere. Oh. Or just let's start small in California. In California. That's my California office. Right. Yes. That would be fun. And now you got a reason. And how about this? All your flights are tax deductible. Is that how business? that works? Well, they're business expenses. If you've got a factory, if you've got Al's Boring Factory mm-hmm. in San Jose. Yes. Every time you've got to fly to San Jose to be in the factory, that is a business expense. By the way, we're a month away from uh, tax day. Yes, that's right. Oh, it's uh, just under a month now. That is true. April 17th. Is that when it is? Yeah. Got it. You've got to get those done. Well, my my accountant has everything. I could do it on TurboTax for you. Just hand me all your paperwork. Yeah, I don't think that's going to happen. And I will uh, gladly. Plus, I'll be able to see what kind of cash you're bringing in. Can you do all the deductions for me? Deductions? Yes. You need to do my business account. All that I wouldn't. The real estate? The two different things. My IRAs? That I might be able to figure out. But, I mean, you need to figure it all out. Oh, all all parts. Right. They all work together. Uh, I would just love to do it, Jerry, as a oh, friend. You are a nosy son of a bitch. And to look to see what's going on over there. I'd like to do boomer's taxes. <laughs> <laughs> you can have mine if I can have his. Who here at the radio station would you like to see their taxes? Just based on, here's what all you, this is what we're looking at when we look at, we're going to look at money coming in and money going out. Like their books. Who's Who at the radio station would you like to see their books? I don't want to say. I've got to think of one. Whose books? Who I know am I who, most? I will not say. Who do I most want to see books? There, are, there's a couple people I'm fascinated by, but I'm not. All right, not going there. Because right, like I probably have a ballpark as to what Boomer makes, so it wouldn't be. It's been written about. So. It's been written about, so it wouldn't be as fascinating to me because I expect it to be a high number. For sure. I'd be more interested in someone where I'm like, hmm, I can't figure out what this guy's making. Right. And I'd really love to look at their books. Okay. So let me think who else is here. On the morning show, Not no one really in particular. Uh, middays, Joe and Evan. I probably could, ha- could, I could probably ballpark. So you want to be surprised. Yeah, I could probably ballpark that. Either right or either uh, for the good or the bad. Yeah. What about. That's all he makes? This, wow, he makes that much? What about this new afternoon show here? I'd be interested in everyone's salary there. Uh, Carlin's I'd love to take a look at. Uh, Maggie's. Maybe delve into Bart because he probably still has some sort of NFL money coming in. He could. I'd like to take a look at that. All right. Well, you want to ask them? They'll be here soon. 
I don't, you know, it's a problem here in America. It, it's looked, it's frowned upon to say, by the way. It is. Like I could say to Chris Carlin today, how was your weekend? I can't then go, what'd you make last year? <laughs> what does your tax return say? Did you do your taxes? Like what? I could open up a conversation like that. Hey, did you do your taxes yet? I'd get a yes or a no. You would. But I'd say, what was the number you were taxed? <laughs> like, what, did what, was your... get? what did Rutgers give you? <laughs> what was your taxable income? <laughs> How do they figure out taxable income? They take so the you money take you your, earned. You take your total money earned. Versus all of your deductions. All your deductions, expenses, family members, all that stuff. Yeah. Dependents. And then they come back to another fixed number, which is completely different than the first number. Right. And then that's, I believe, from there is where the tax bracket you fall in. But if someone's, given, if, if, you, if you're trying to impress someone and they say, what do you what do you make a year? You would give them the first number before you the all your deductions. Right, because the gross is technically what you're earning. Okay. The net is what you take home, which is completely false based upon what you're quote-unquote earning. Right. I what, mean, it's essentially half, What about 55%. a 55%. What about a Steve Summers? He's been here so long. Oh, go for it. Why don't you ask him? He might tell you. He might. He very well might. Eddie would tell you right out in the open. He, no, Eddie tells people he, he met three seconds ago. Yeah. And we, often. We sometimes have visitors in the studio, and they'll be like, they'll be, you know, like we give away as a charity giveaway sometimes a visit to the show, and the charity's auction it off. And then the people come in, and it's normally an adult, sometimes a kid. And oftentimes, you know, you know, me and Eddie are sitting in there. They're in the room with us, and they're like, Billy here wants to be a sports talk show host. And you'll go, well, I hope he plans on making no money. <laughs> and living on the streets. <laughs> hope he plans on driving a 10-year-old Honda Civic. I find it humorous. <laughs> there are people that think I make anywhere from $15,000 yes. a year to $15 million. Right. <laughs> it's like, guys, I promise you it falls in between. Right. If you <laughs> tweeted out your salary, half the people would be like, that's embarrassing. You're on TV and radio four hours a day. And then the other half would be like, you make that much? You don't do anything. Anyone sure, could I do agree. this job. I agree. So that's a weird It's spot. always the funny thing. We don't make we don't make boomer money, but we're also not poor. Right. It's a very, uh, it's a good balance. It's like most uh, things in life, I think. The I would agree People with are in the middle. Exactly. It's funny. All right. That's the Lego one, Jerry. This is a new study that's come out, which this doesn't sound shocking to me. I'll give you two more stories here, Jerry. Uh, a new study says one in three people would consider being intimate with a robot. By the way, the robot. The robot are those hot the hot that we robots. see on. Uh, yeah. Because right. this one that they're showing uh, in the article is a large-breasted. <laughs> I was going to say large-breasted robot. <laughs> I just thought of Eddie grabbing that. You just did. Yeah, but I laughed. It doesn't count. Um, no, no, it'll count. Is a large-breasted robot with... Uh, you just did it. Her robe opened. Showing good cleavage. It's very sexy robot. <laughs> so it says one in three would consider being intimate now, with a robot. one in three single men? It just says one in three people. Uh, they asked 2,500 adults uh, over the age of 18... A split between men and women. Uh, Respondents were asked, uh, how do the advancements in artificial intelligence make you feel? They're excited, most people say. Some say they are worried. They then asked, would they be intimate with a robot? I could not. No chance. They also don't consider it cheating, most people. Because there's no feelings involved. It's you and a robot. You're banging rubber. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) What are you doing? 
But it, it, I, it, it, huh. it isn't. But at the end of the day, mm-hmm. if you walked in on your girlfriend or wife, yes, <laughs> you got to be kidding me. You're not going to be just slightly like, what the F are you doing? I would think it was strange that you were making love to a robot. <laughs> I wouldn't consider it cheating, though. Okay. I don't know what the, I don't know what you think. I honestly don't. Yeah. Listen, these are some of the things that America and the world will be faced with in the coming years. In the coming months, it sounds coming like. coming months or right now. I feel like it wasn't that long ago we were making fun of this as it being a pipe dream. And now it's like here. Yeah, it's here. Oh, we've seen them. That's bizarre. Yeah. It just is. Imagine, uh, you know, you die and your family's cleaning out your home and they find a sex robot, a lifelike sex robot in the closet. That happens. Of course it does. It does happen. I think people find a lot of embarrassing things when people die. And finally, Jerry, if you're looking for a very sexed up person to be involved with, may I suggest... I have my wife. I love her to death. I'm not looking for someone else. Not you, the collective audience. Okay. May I suggest dating, getting involved with, or marrying a female cyclist? Research has concluded that active female cyclists, in general, have better sexual function and are less likely to suffer sexual disorders compared with women who don't ride bikes. Now, why is that? I have no idea. You didn't finish the story? I would think that would... um, I know for man cyclists, sometimes sitting on that seat for a long time is not good for your testicles. That I know. That I've heard from cyclists. Do you ever ride a bike? No, because sometimes when I, I have ridden a bike in the summer. Your balls hurt. Yeah. And I'm like, I don't need this. And then you're out for the weekend. <laughs> Matter of fact, I was going to start bike. You're riding a bike every day. Uh, yeah, I'm out again this weekend. My balls. My hurt. balls from the. <laughs> you are yeah, It's painful, special. Jerry. Yes. Well, you, you have a great be day. Very careful. All right, Jerry, you have a great day. Right on. Uh, the warm-up show is next. I remember it being uh, particularly good this year. Always isn't on a Monday. Yeah, always terrific. A lot of a lot of news stories to get to. All right, Jerry. See you all. Good morning, campers. It's the warm-up show with Alan Jerry. Brought to you by Newcastle Building Products, the only streak-free roof from Scotch Garden 3M. Use it on your roof already. Hey, what do you say? It's a Monday morning. This portion is sponsored by Walgreens. Al Dukes, what is up? Oh, hi, Jerry. Uh, this weekend, Jerry, I felt very envious of of uh, NFL players uh, in uh, Eli Manning amongst them. Uh, this weekend, uh, some roster bonuses came due. Did you for, get your roster bonus this week? Well, that was the thing. So I kept I follow along on that pro football talk. Uh, you know, they they uh, I wanted to follow up on all the uh, news, Jerry, the free agency stuff. You know, the Jets' big move up to uh, the number three pick. So one of the things that kept coming up is so and so is getting his roster bonus. That'd be really cool. Here's a five million dollar oh, check, Al. Right. Do what you want with it. Oh, Al, you are still here. Here's five million dollars. <laughs> right. The calendar turns yeah. to today. Lucky oh. you. <laughs> It's March, uh, whatever the heck date came up. Uh, uh, and on St. Patrick's Day. Right. Go have a beer. Oh, you're going out having green beers, green bagels. Here's a $5 million roster bonus. Here's for you your to, green cash. Yeah, for you to enjoy yourself. Yeah, I just felt like, wow, it was so envious to, to be in that position. It bothered you. 
A little bit. But it did. A little but bit. I was more jealous than uh, angry. Okay. I was like, wow, that was really cool. Kind of hand in hand, but that's cool. Because I saw Nick Foles. That was another one. Nick what Foles. Kind of, what, was his, what was his roster bonus? I think his was three mil. Oh, that's all for a yeah. Super Bowl champion? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he got his three mil. I bet you a guy like that even forget. you know, maybe forgets they about forget. it. They don't forget. They don't? No. They're counting down the days. They're um, like. They know it's coming. On Friday night, they say to their wife, oh, you know what? Tomorrow, five minutes. Yes. Hey, check, check the direct deposit. See if it went in this evening. Yes, that's exactly it. Do you get an email that it's going in yeah. on, on Monday? I got that's my exactly five mil. how it works. And if, by the way, if they don't remember, you know who does? Their agent. Oh, right. The agent gets the a cut of that. The agent gets their fee. That is awesome. So, so pay, I saw pay that. for them, too. Yeah, then I saw the, so the Jets moving up, Jerry, to number three from uh, six to three. So that means they must have their guy, yeah? Uh, one of the three, yeah. One of the three. Yeah. Do you think that means they're happy with either of the three? I think they probably have their decision on who they'd like. Right. But they would be happy with any of the three. Because you have to be happy with any of the three quarterbacks to make that move, yes? Uh, yeah. I felt like they gave up too much. I kept seeing all these different... Well, and this there's, pick, there's and this round pick, and this one. value on the slots and what you're supposed to give up. It's actually a calculation as much as you might think they just said, how about you take this, 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 and this? Is that good? It's actually pretty, I don't want to say it's predetermined, but it's pretty close. There's an equation? Something like that, yeah. There's a, a, there's a number value on the picks. A slot equation, yes, Jerry. Yes, exactly. So they move up from six to three. They'll get their quarterback. Plus, if you're Teddy Bridgewater, you got to be like, why did I come here? Yeah. Oh, I know draft why. draft your quarterback. They gave him six million bucks. I saw that he passed his physical, which so, people were concerned about. So he gets six million. Yeah, McCown gets ten, 10. million, and neither's going to play. <laughs> That's sixteen million dollars <laughs> tied right up in the quarterback Into nothing. position. Into nothing. Well, they'll play this year. Maybe you ain't going to get that. a rookie and throw him in there. Why? That's kind of the way it's gone now. It really is. And Christian Hackenberg's like, "Where's my roster bonus? Here's I've been your, sitting here for years. Out. Here's your bonus. How long's he been there? Two years, Jerry? A couple years. I'm gonna put sure. you on the spot there. Uh, no, you just answered your own question. Two years. I would say a couple years. Yeah, couple years. Let's say it that way. Because if you go a couple years, then no one can call and go. Those idiots. We like Christian. Oh, hmm. they like Not him so, so much. Actually, well, he's gonna. Uh, we're gonna have to get a. Uh, we like uh, Teddy. Yes. And then a we like whoever they right. choose. We like Sam. Right. They already have a we like Josh, don't we? Uh, we like Josh. Oh, <laughs> there you go. That guy's got the leg up, Josh Rosen. <laughs> there you go. In this draft. Uh, then uh, there was golf this weekend. Now, I saw that Tiger Woods at one point was, uh, everyone was like, ooh, Tiger's On back. On Thursday, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was not this weekend. No, I mean, he was good over the weekend, but on Thursday, he got out the gate real quick. He yes. was a shot off the lead and... You know, he fell back a little bit, but was still still finished fifth. People were excited, but uh, Rory McIlroy won it. Uh, but one of the things that came out of this was Rory McIlroy was very upset with all you drunks that show up on the golf course to these events and yeah. just scream the whole time. Well, wait till you get to Shinnecock. Our, our, our crowd in uh, New York is usually roaring ready to go. Is that right? Yeah, usually. Sure. So Rory blames it on uh, alcohol sales. For the people that are able to have drinks while being on the course. Uniband! Well, that they don't yell. They yell much worse. <laughs> they yell some stupid stuff. They yell baba buoys, right. that sort of thing. Getting a hole. Yeah. Uh, Tiger, I guess, over the years after his uh, Thanksgiving Day incident from a number of years back. Right. Uh, he's, I guess, had to endure it more than most people. Well, he's got the biggest crowd following him. Yes. And the biggest... Um, Drunks? issue in the past with later on i'll probably google tiger woods nude 
<laughs> then I'll go yell at them. Um, See, I, I didn't. I was not aware of this. So people would yell disparaging things about what he has done yes, or hasn't done in the past. Which I saw in an interview. He did say that. He said, but he's fine with it and learned to deal with it as long as they don't do it during. Right, give me an example. During the swing. So he swings, ball goes up. Yeah. What do you hear? About the Perkins restaurant, the waitresses, what that sort of thing. are you yelling? Perkins? I yes, mean, that's right, Jerry. Really? I would just yell Perkins. I guess. Perkins! Hey, Tiger! Are you a man? <laughs> what was that? Something in my eyeball. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, Rory McIlroy, he's okay if you want to walk around the golf course with some beers. I guess he doesn't think... By the way, I've seen plenty of guys... Loaded up on just beers, right? They'll still yell dumb things. Of course, I'm Boomer Esaias. <laughs> <laughs> but they're he still, says, still drunk, right? But I guess it, it takes maybe more beers because uh, Rory's point was, you know, I've seen people walking around with beers, and I guess that's fine. He said, but now everywhere you look, people have a cocktail, like mixed drinks. Yeah. They have the bars all set up all over yeah. the place. Yeah, a guy walking around with a Long Island iced tea, watching <laughs> golf. Right. Why have 17 beers when you have two Long Island iced teas? Yeah. But Tiger seemed to be fine with it. Uh, and I think he was sort of trying to use psychology against the people that yell at him. He goes, oh, no, it's great. Everyone's having a great time. As long as they don't yell during my, what do you call it, the back, back swing. swing, Jerry? Yeah. That drives him crazy. Why? I don't know. I, I've always said that about golf. I don't understand why we can't talk during a golf event. But a, but a kid can go up and sh- a 17 or not 17, an 18-year-old kid in a college basketball tournament can have to shoot free throws with one second left and a girl flashing her breasts at him under the hoop. I mean, it's... Yeah, that's not allowed. No, or is I mean, allowed. it's crazy. You know what I'm saying? Yes. They got these signs. You know what they have now? They have these... Um, you know when you get a, a big cardboard cutout and it's got the spiral effect mm-hmm. to where it kind of mesmerizes oh. your eyes? They'll put that, like, right up underneath. I mean, that's okay. It, but Tiger Woods can't go back with hearing a guy whisper. Are you saying, Jerry, that the fans in the stands at basketball games are trying to hypnotize the players? Yes. Oh, sure. They try to do everything. You should see some of the signs that they break out. I mean, it's it's very entertaining. If I missed a key free throw in a game, I'd be like, I was hypnotized. You'd run at the guy. <laughs> you would. That guy just tried to hypnotize Get him me. Out. I want to ask you one quick one oh. before we take a break. Because we do have to take a break. Have you ever heard of Martin Perez? Martin Perez. Is he a baseball player? He is. Oh. Boom. I don't want to put you on the spot. But. No. <laughs> <laughs> he's terrific. So he's a pitcher for the Texas Rangers. Okay. He made his spring debut yesterday. Now, it took him a little bit longer than most because he had a broken elbow in December. Oh. Because, ah, wherever the hell he was, a bull was charging him, and he got startled and fell and broke Wherever his he elbow. was. Probably not Jersey. <laughs> probably not. So they said to him yesterday, they said, well, it's a nice recovery you've made. Boy, that was really some incident with the bull. Like, how did you get away? What did you do? I killed him. And I ate them. Really? <laughs> Could you imagine? So, hold on a second. <laughs> yes. A bull charges him. Right. Hits him to the point where it breaks his elbow. Right. Right then and there, he killed well, the bull? I don't bull? know if he killed him right then and there, but somehow they went and found the bull. Really? He killed him and ate him. The quote is, I killed him and I ate him. <laughs> that bull was probably like, who is this coming up? Didn't I snap this dude's elbow? Man, yes. that was a lot of bull right there now. <laughs> I suppose it was, yes. All right, we got to take a break. Uh, this portion, I was going to ask you if you think you could be man enough to go kill a bull. I could not. I, With I a actually, large shotgun. I know the answer after listening to you before. Far away. <laughs> From far away. This portion sponsored by Walgreens. Walgreens has your trust. <laughs> <laughs> 
as your trusted favorites. Wow. In cosmetics, skincare, and hair care, plus new premium and exclusive beauty products. Stop by and find what makes, what makes you feel beautiful. Quick break. Boomer and Gio at the top on the fan. It's the dynamic duo of Alan Jerry on the warm-up show. Brought to you by Newcastle Building Products and the only streak-free roof from Scotch Garden 3M. The superheroes of building products. Uh, this portion, albeit brief, sponsored by Indeed. Last night, the Devils and Islanders lost. We'll get to all the craziness of the NCAA tournament coming up in just a couple of minutes as well. Portion sponsored by Indeed. Are you hiring with Indeed? You can post a job in minutes, set up screener questions, then zero in on qualified candidates in an online dashboard. Get started at Indeed.com slash hire. One minute, go. One minute. So this uh, UMBC, Jerry, so they beat Virginia, yes. right? Uh, 16 seed University. You know what it stands for. No clue. Oh, Mar- something on. with Maryland. Baltimore. County. University of Maryland, Baltimore County? Yes. That's where the letters come from. Have you, you never think go it there? was? I had University no idea. University of Maryland, big monster? I mean, what are you thinking? <laughs> Something. <laughs> or whatever. So anyway, they win, and everyone's excited, and they start filing trademarks, and then they lose you know, already. Right Within there, the weekend, right. by the time we were on the air, or off the air and back on the air here Monday they morning, won and lost. they've won and lost. Right. It's over. But they've already filed for trademarks of 16 over one, you know, make T-shirts. Right. But it takes a year to get a trademark. Right. No one's going to care. Not next year. No. At this point. you got to sell those T-shirts like today. This past week, Perhaps yesterday. Yes. Right. Before they played and lost. Yeah. Otherwise, it's over. You're a big trademark guy. You know how long that takes, Jerry. Chris Carlin, Maggie Gray, and Bart Scott open the cash drawer.